depending on just who you happen to be doom scrolling right now, Apple is either in the fight of their lives to preserve the company culture, the culture that created everything from the iMac to the iPod to the iPhone, you, you get the idea. Or they are so busy screwing up return to work so badly that there may soon be no company culture left to preserve, at least in any meaningful way. And as usual, a ton of the coverage is completely sensationalized because absolutely everyone is compelled to have an opinion on absolutely everything loudly and immediately, like me, obviously. But hit subscribe and let's see if we can just add a slice of nuance to this whole discussion. Because concerns around retention at Apple are nothing new. It's been one of the biggest challenges facing Apple for a couple of, never mind years, but decades already, especially after the iPhone and the iPad. How do you retain people who literally want to invent the future, not just iterate on the fourth or fifth iPhone or iPad version of it, or the 10th Mac? There are tons of lifers at Apple, an astounding amount of lifers who bleed six colors until they retire so their families can spend more time, all the time, with their money. But there's also just a ton of competition out there. and world-class talent is always limited. And when you mostly have to work in Cupertino and in a cone of virtual silence, it becomes even more limited, especially when other tech companies are willing to pay and to perk just a hell of a lot more, sometimes for even way less work and way, way less stress, which is the exact opposite of what usually appeals to the universe denters. But sometimes the lack of an editor can be super tempting even if the end result is basically chat heads. And then there are the startups, which used to be all about the IPO, but are increasingly about not creating something in-house for an Apple or a Google or a Facebook or whatever, but creating it yourself and then selling it in an aqua hire to an Apple or a Google or a Facebook and then resting, investing and rinsing and repeating with another startup before inevitably hard exiting that whole circle as a VC. And Apple, like any big tech company, has their share of politics and power plays and people who are incredibly adept at managing up, even while leaving their own teams and features, just getting wickedly, obviously bad press for years and years because the SVPs, as good as they are, never see everything and can't always manage three levels down on every one of those teams even in the face of years and years of bad press. And then there's the whole culture shift already from the second coming of Steve to Tim, which I just made a whole entire video about, but also from Scott to Craig and Johnny to decidedly not Johnny, and also from going from Infinite Loop to Apple Park from a place where you literally stepped off the sidewalk or out of IL-7 and you were right there in the office, likely with an office when there was space for an office, but just embedded in the community to a place where you can barely see your office from the street. If you have an office, and mostly you don't, just a far more common open concept area, which some people might like for the collaboration, but others find incredibly challenging because of all the distractions and just utterly sealed away from the community, from the city around them. And there are a lot of people who stay because it's Apple. It's a place where, yes, sure, Marketing will push down whatever features and ideas that they believe they need to keep their products competitive, but where any individual contributor can also pitch an idea, maybe something that can help revolutionize education for millions, 
hundreds of millions of kids and get it greenlit. And then a year or two later, see Swift Playgrounds live on the WWDC stage. And that feeling, I've heard over and over again that there is just nothing like that feeling in tech, which is a huge part of the reason people stayed under Steve, fiery and demanding as he was. They may have hated the pressure, but they loved producing what they considered the work of their lives, of their entire lifetimes. Even as Steve made Apple and not the iPhone or iPad or anything else, but Apple, the work of his lifetime, creating Apple University to help make sure it outlasted him. Basically, post-Steve, ergo propter Steve. Because even back then, it was getting really, really hard. I mean, part of it was that being near bankrupt was still painfully, painfully fresh in every single Apple executive's mind. They knew what it felt like to lose almost everything. And it led to, there is no better way to put it, a certain financial stinginess that literally lasted for decades. Like they're still only now beginning to come out of it and to really hire up in some of those teams, teams that were basically one person forever. And now finally there are a couple or a few people to help. But that scaling was and is really, really hard. In ye old days of yore, when someone new joined a team, all the veterans that are already part of that team would just immerse them in culture and Apple's culture. But as attrition, and yes, also the lack of retention sometimes, just ate away at those vets and the massive growth in new hires just kept increasing, that enculturation became extremely difficult. Then with 2020 and the world closing with all the lockdowns and universal work from home being imposed, it became effectively just impossible. Some hated it. They felt disconnected, isolated, alone, stuck on endless WebEx calls all day, surrounded by noise or by silence, and struggling not just with work, but with the world, while others just absolutely loved it. They could work from a beach or from a ski slope, and they could spend time with their families. It was literal work-life rebalance with life kind of kicking work's ass for once. And it didn't last long for the hardware people because atoms don't remote anywhere nearly as well as bits do. So people who needed to be in the office had to just hazmat up and go back into the office as soon as inhumanly possible. But for a lot of people, it was a very darkest or brightest timeline and for a couple of years. And as those back to work clocks started just ticking down, even though they got pushed back over and over again, but as they just started and kept ticking down, a lot of people suddenly had a lot of choices to make. And worst year of the century, 2020, and its horrible sequel, 2021, made some people really want to remain remote, which meant trying to move to orgs and teams that were already remote or just way more flexible about staying remote or leaving Apple, either for companies that are way more into remote work or just to retire and spend more time with their families and everyone together with all of their RSUs. And just like previous change events, Apple is losing some literal legends, people who may seem irreplaceable in terms of talent or just institutional knowledge, and a few others who, you know, good riddance. And all of this as a generational cultural shift, even cultural clash, has just erupted around tech in general. And that's especially acute at Apple because culture has always been so important at Apple. And now you have like the tech boomers who feel like they're dealing with fragile, entitled, hello fellow kids all day. And the tech zoomers who think they're stuck with these rigid old 
fossil relic chumps who are still arguing over spaces versus tabs, and now it's male versus slack and hippies versus hipsters. But no, not at all, because everything and everyone involved is just way more complex, way more multifaceted, way more nuanced than all that. You have people, real people, who sincerely don't want to lose what makes Apple Apple, and others who just as sincerely want to make Apple that Apple a better Apple for everyone, and a whole entire spectrum in between with very different opinions, passions, and pain points. And you have Tim Cook and the Apple executives who have been just legendary, final form, 9,000 IQ geniuses at managing supply chain through the last couple of nightmare hellscape years who just need to power up and next level all of that again to handle the forced evolution of their culture because people are so very much harder to logistic than parts. Just like Apple had to change and grow after Steve, how nothing could be the same because Apple could never be the same but how Apple could be a newer, certainly bigger, and in some ways way better Apple, it's going to have to happen again because this time it's the whole entire world that's changed and it's going to take just every bit of smarts and empathy, flexibility and adaptability that Apple has to make sure that they aren't caught and dragged just kicking and streaming through the next many years, but to do what they've been doing in all those other areas with people who are just so much more important than parts and that's lead the way. And if you want to be part of that, part of the future of Apple or any tech company, check out the computer science and algorithm courses on today's sponsor, Brilliant. Also, math, physics, logic, science, quantum mechanics, game theory, and so much more. Because Brilliant is the online interactive STEM learning platform with a growing catalog of courses specifically crafted to help you learn concepts by working through them yourself in visual, hands-on ways. And all the lessons are thoughtfully broken up into bite-sized pieces so you can learn at your own pace, no pressure, no stress. Like, have you ever wanted to learn to code, but you were just totally put off by all the overly complicated traditional computer programming courses? Well, Brilliant has actual, fun, interactive challenges that let you shift blocks of pseudocode around, receive immediate feedback, and get results. You feel like you're solving puzzles, gaming even, but the whole time you're learning how algorithms work. And once you know that, coding becomes way less intimidating. Because here's the thing, here's the secret. Everyone starts somewhere and you can get started right now, here, today, for free. Just visit brilliant.org slash Richie or click on the link in the description. And the first 200 of you will get 20% off Brilliant's annual premium subscription. So just click the button on the screen or go to brilliant.org slash Clicking on this button really helps out the channel and so does hitting up this playlist for way more hyper-detailed deep dives into all the details about Apple and everything coming next. So just hit up that playlist and I'll see you in the next video.